Hello, mate. Me, boy. Franco, welcome to the, uh, well, welcome all to the Two Passionate Blue Baggers podcast. Uh, a shitty little podcast where we talk about seemingly can't losing every week. Uh, how's the weekend been, old boy? <laughs> you know what? The highlight's been me eating fucking three cotolettes just now, which is to the... Uh, <laughs> To the layman's out there, three pieces of chicken schnitzel. They're not big. They're not big. They're not big chicken schnitzels, but they're you know, you know, smallish sizes. But they're, um, they're yeah, they're good. You could have you know what? To be fair, you could probably have half a day of those. Um, they're good to eat. But yeah, that bit of veggies and uh, ready for the pod. Ready for the pod. We're flying solo tonight, you and me, old boy. Yeah, no, Webby. Yeah. Webby's working. Well, he's flat out. He'd be flat out tonight, Anzac Eve. And, um, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's good. It's good. But uh, you're running the show, bloke. You, uh, you tell us where we got to go because this could be heated. Um, no, no. no, I don't think it will be. I think it's, it's pretty simple. I'm going to ask you a simple question, and I think I'm going to get a simple answer. We've been following footy for a long time. How long's Ross Line? Roughly, Ross Line's been in the caper for what? As head coach, twenty years, fifteen years? Uh, probably twelve. Yeah, twelve years. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, twelve, fifteen. So, going into a Ross Line game, you'd you'd sort of roughly know what you're getting as a supporter. You you'd know, you'd know exactly. You'd you'd sort of know exactly what you're getting into. Correct or not? I, I would know. We're just we're just two idiots who go to the footy who follow Carlton. We don't even follow the teams that Ross Lyon has coached twice: St Kilda and once Fremantle. But having seen Carlton play those teams and and being a, a watcher of AFL games myself, I know how Ross Lyon coaches. So you'd know going into the game, this is what he's going to do, which is oh, he's going to flood and. Get us on transition the other way, and he's going to clog the game up so it suits their players. And uh, if you if you play with slow ball movement, mm. um, you're basically playing into his hands. Okay, and, so the, yeah. so basically everything that you said, to flip that on the one eighty, and I'd say <laughs> basically. For parts of the first half, for, for, for pretty much all of the second half, that is what we did yesterday. Well, we said yes. So we were sitting uh, nosebleed with the kids, uh, sort of where. So it was where it was where Mackay kicked the ball, and he nearly hit the roof. We were right behind him, uh, yeah. folks. Just to give you an example, and there was one play. I think we both mentioned it in the first quarter where Holland's had the ball on the halfback flank, and he looked inboard. Do you remember that? Yep. He looked inboard and we both said to each other, we're trying to use the corridor more. And it got it was a, it was a risky kick. Correct, but it, it got bitten off that we said, you know what? <clears throat> we're trying to use the corridor more. And if we keep trying, we're gonna eventually hit one. Right? And we're gonna and we eventually did. start using we did. We, we did. We did. <clears throat> Which was good. We were, we were fine. We were in the game. So we heard so we saw that. And then half time came and you know, we were up by a couple of points and uh, we both jumped on Twitter and we saw the interview that uh, Weedering had um, with Chris with Chris Johnson on Channel Seven. Do you remember what he said to Chris Johnson? Yeah, it's at exactly, what, exactly what you just said. Then we want to be daring. We want to try and use the corridor more. 
um, and take the game on. So what happened after half time? Those effects. Yeah. So what happened after half time? It just completely stopped. We didn't do anything. We didn't do apart from maybe a five minute burst. We went back into our shell, and we didn't do a fucking thing. There was, I think there was, and I'm not going to go through a quarter by quarter, but there was a moment in the game. It was probably a. It was probably it started off where Silvani missed that goal when he got that. 50 meter penalty and he missed the goal. And then not long after that, McKay took that one handed mark, missed that goal, and then straight away intercepted the, the kick in and <sighs> completely botched it up. That was that period in the game there where I thought if we could have snagged one or two of those goals, we might be okay. And we just completely stuffed it. Look, we, we netted two points out of those. Well, and every time they got it down, they scored goals. And that was the end of the game. Well, from that Silvani miss, and mind you, he was 20 metres out directly in front. He missed that. They got it down there. Zane Cordy kicked the goal. Then <clears> Harry <throat> Mackay missed it, hit the post, then had another mark. And he tried to swing it back in and it went five metres backwards to the square to the centre square. Then they went goal, 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 goal. It was, it was, it was amateurish, putrid football in the last quarter and twenty minutes. So, you know me personally. You know from me that I'm not a big believer in reading stats. And I'm none gonna of, read none of us are. None of no, us no, are. But wait, because I, I, I go based on what I see. I don't go based on stats. So it doesn't phase me whether, you know, um, Patrick Cripps has 47 possessions if 30 of those possessions go 30 metres backwards. And we'll get on to that. But I'm going to read you the stats for yesterday because I, I think it, it – it's going to prove a point when we talk about how we played the game. So we had more disposals. So just having a quick look at this math on the top of my head, we had 86 more disposals, 360 to 446. We were actually more, we were were more effective with the disposals, 76% to 73, but we'll explain that in a moment. We had 36 more kicks, 50 more handballs, 20 more free, uh, sorry, six more free kicks. We'll discuss that as well. Contested possessions, we had 20 more. Uncontested possessions, we had 31. We had about 60 or 70 more, 231 to 304. Um, We had more marks. We had more contested marks. We had more uncontested marks. They had three more marks inside 50. We had more hitouts. Equal clearances, we had seven more clangers, we had one more tackle, we had two less tackles inside 50, we had two less scoring shots. They had 56 to 52 inside 50s. And that's the biggest damning stat for the so, whole game. So, so the, the, the 76% effective disposals, I reckon we racked those up in the third and especially the last quarter kicking along half back 
How trying to do that? that transition from one side of the ground to the other. It wasn't transition, Vinny. It was it was stupid football. Yeah, well, you that's need to what, win a game. Well that's, well, that's what they were thinking they were doing. But all, all you're doing in, in, in that scenario is you're playing into how Ross Lyon likes to play in that all you're doing is basically holding up the ball. And the seats that we had were perfect because all you could see was three or four St. Kilda players following our one or two players that were running to the other side. And we had no spares. But wasn't it good? Wasn't it sitting where we were sitting? Wasn't it because you can't really see that from ground level? So wasn't it good to see? Well, not good to see, but wasn't it impressive to see a, a coach who has been with a side for no more than six months? The way they moved when we went left, they went left behind. When we went right, they went, they just sort of flowed. Yeah, but with us. So I need, I need a, I, it. It begs the question. The week before Collingwood beat St Kilda, did we not watch that game? Did what? we not see that they used the ball quick, that they didn't hold it up and look indecisive when they were going to kick it downfield? It was. Why is that so hard to understand? I mean, half the time you and I were just screaming, "Kick the fucking ball." Just kick it. I, Don't I think, hold it. Don't I, grab it and run back and stand there and wait. Just kick the ball. <laughs> Move it quick. The problem, Catch them out. The problem is a lot of the times um, it was going into Wiedering's hands as well. And I think he's one of the major culprits at this as well. He doesn't go quick. I mean, he had 26, 22 touches yesterday. And he seems to get the ball and constantly hold it and just look backwards all the time. Have you noticed that? Who was Where, the best player on the field? Across the board? Yeah, who was the best player I, on the I, field? I, I said Jack Sinclair. So if if you go by dream time points, and once again, this, this is why I don't look at anything like this. Sinclair was number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth best. Oh, if we go not, dream, not wait. If we go by dream team points, we're we're top top of the ladder. Yeah, well, Sam Walsh was best, then Chera. And I'm not saying that these guys weren't good. But Sam Walsh had 38 possessions. No influence on the game. Chera, Chera was actually, I thought Chera was probably our best player. Chera was our best player yesterday. Um, Akers had 36. <laughs> I thought he was okay. <sighs> Cripps had, Akers was okay. Cripps had 34. And for a period there was, really looked like he was the only one that was first, keeping us in the half, game. First half, easily our best player. Yeah. Uh, and Newman had 28. And Newman was okay as well, I thought. Um, but th- this is what, th- again, if everyone listening, this is why I don't rely on stats. I, they, just, <coughs> they mean nothing to me. Because I was at the game and I saw. I saw what we were doing and it was just, it they, was awful to watch. They Absolutely were a, awful to watch. They, St Kilda was an organised side. And you could see it with, like I said, their ball movement. Everybody knew what they were doing. You look at us, and we were like scattergun. Nobody, nobody sort of knew what they were doing. You had some players that wanted to go quick, some players that wanted to use the corridor, some players that just kept going back. You know the biggest stat I took out of yesterday, and someone said it on on the radio, or or it might, well, one of the commentators said it. We had twenty seven backwards kicks. Yeah, that was they Richo. Had, Richo mentioned yeah, that. They they had six, so that was one stat. The other stat, which I thought was absolutely. I just couldn't believe it. Hewitt had 30 touches. He had 29 metres gained. 
I, I noticed, I checked the stats at half time when we were sitting there and I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but Hewitt either had, it was either 12 or 14 um, handballs and two kicks. He had five and 24 for the game. So he had 29. Yeah, five but at, at half time, I looked at it and I went, what's he doing? What, what, what's happened to Hewitt? In the past, in the in the past month, he's he's gotten his hand injury and just hasn't come back. But if you the look, same. At, but if you look at both him and Cripps, they handball more than what they kick, and that's part of the issue. If they're not handballing it to someone in a better position or a runner, just kick the fucking ball. Just kick yeah, it. The just... amount of time, the amount of times we get ourselves into trouble <clears throat> by handballing backwards. Or handballing to someone into trouble, you do ten handballs, you go five meters. You do one kick, you can go fifty. Like well, that's, that's, I don't understand that is, the theory. That is exactly what I said, and it happened. It happened a few times in the first half yesterday, where they kicked it fifty meters down the line, created a contest, and there was a ball up fifty meters out from our goal. Now, I'd rather I'd rather it be fifty meters out from our goal at a ball up where it's a genuine 50-50, then it'd be 50 metres out from their goal and there's a chance we get a turnover. Like, turn it over in our forward line. At least then we've got a chance to rebound back. But, mate, you turn it over in, in near, nearer to their forward 50 and you're in trouble. So you asked me a question. You asked me an opening question about how does Ross Lyon like to play, his sides like to play. I gave you that. Do you, do you think that our... our um, do you think that our coaches coach that during the week? Honestly, if they are, they're not. They're not retaining any of what what uh, they're being taught. Um, it at, at points yesterday. It honestly and and during the last quarter, we actually went downstairs and and sort of sat probably half forward down St Kilda's end, uh, which was where the cheer squad was. And so, um, we've tried. We found. We tried to find Webby and Baz and and whatnot. We saw Webby. Yeah. Um, and um, you could see, uh, you could see how it almost looked like an under fourteens or an under sixteens team playing football. It just looked like they were whoever gets the ball, just kick it to somebody. But don't kick it to somebody that's got somebody next to them. Just kick it to somebody that's free. And what happens with that is is that you end up creating more pressure for yourself because there isn't anybody free because you've waited too long because this is how Ross Lyon coaches his teams. Coaches a man up. And because we're so indecisive and, and, and we, we don't take that, that um, uh, first step of moving the ball quick and, and, and making them stand on their back toes, on, on, their, on their heels, sorry, um, we were just going side to side. And it's it was in, it was actually embarrassing to watch. It was emba- it was embarrassing to know that in that last quarter we were, we were never <coughs> more than 20, 20 odd points down, but never and like not once it. did it look like we were ever going to pinch that win. Never. It just we were we were never even close. So I told you the way Ross Lyon plays, likes to set up his teams and play football. Explain to me and the listeners how how Voss sets up because I, I can't. Play. I can't. That's what I'm saying. I can't. So, so, so then, I, don't, I don't know. So that, then my next question... To, I, so I my, watch it and I go, so you and I can explain almost verbatim 
from anyone that will say the same thing, this is how Ross Lyon coaches. I mean, really, the only thing that I can see that maybe he's changed slightly is he's scoring more as opposed to what he used to. A bit more daring. Off the, yeah, coaches, a bit that more he, daring. A bit, bit more daring off the halfback flank when um, they get the ball. Yeah, but um, I look at Carlton and I go, well, I don't know what we're trying to do out there. Sometimes we go through the middle. Majority of the time we go on the wing, but there's no rhyme or reason. Like it, it can, I'll, I defy anybody, anybody that listens to this, to write to our Twitter handle and tell me the the patterns that they use when going inside, kicking inside forward fifty. If anybody can explain to me how they do that. I would love to know because I cannot see it. Oh, oh fuck! I'm, I I agree, one hundred percent. And so then, I mean, it would actually help if we 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 uh, kicking inside forward fifty yesterday. If the majority of the time we'd actually hit a target with the CFC logo on the okay, front, could, because couldn't could, couldn't believe the amount of times there was three times in that first quarter. One of them was Harry. One of them was uh, second quarter. One of them was Harry. One of them was Chera. And one of them was Newman. They literally pinpointed a St. Kilda jumper. Like, there was... It wasn't the even, one, the it one wasn't even an accident. Do, do it was remember, almost like the guy was standing there on his own. Do you remember the one they kicked to Will? So, so that there was another stat I heard last night that uh, David King said that Cam Wilkie had one intercept mark all game. Yep. One. Do you know which one it was? It was the one fucking Mackay drilled it down his throat going inside our forward 50. One. It was the only one. Now, unless unless he's colorblind or unless he panics when he gets the ball, because I tend to think he panics and he's indecisive. He's like a fucking giraffe. He's too indecisive, right? How could you have pinpointed him? How? So... so- Three, four weeks ago, we played Geelong. And it's probably the best that we've played all year. Since that game then, we've played North Melbourne, Gold Coast, uh, GWS, sorry, um, Adelaide, and St Kilda. I may be mistaken and this includes the Geelong game, somehow we've gotten very lucky and for the majority, if not all of those games, they've missed key backmen. Would I be correct in saying that? 100%. So every game that we've played, all I've heard from these so-called quote-unquote experts is that if Carlton move the ball quick into their forward line, target their two key forwards, because we've got the two, two of the three or four best key forwards in the competition. Just get it to them quick. They're nigh on unstoppable. Would you agree with that? These are, these are the things that I've heard These when I, when I dare listen to the TV or the radio, which I don't much. But when I have, this is what I've heard. Would that be fair in saying that? I think they are, but... Wait, but. hang on. So if people from the outside can see this, if the supporters can see this, why are the players not doing it? Is this a player thing? 
is it a coaching thing or is it just we're just too dumb to realize what we're not doing i think it's all three i think we've got dumb players i think we've got um i think the coaches i've been on record as saying you know what my thoughts are on Voss. i don't think i don't think it's a coach i think it's a dumb player thing i think it's a coach thing and i think it's also a player thing i don't think they know what they're doing this is, this is where people think we contradict ourselves when we say this. I am still of the belief <coughs> that our list is a top six list. On talent, I'm yes. Still, yes. Okay? Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree. And neither does... It so Webby's not here, neither does Webby. The problem is, is that they're not playing up to what we know they can. So at the start of the year when we said where we thought Carlton were going to finish, based on what happened at the end of last year, thinking, well, there's a fire inside these guys. This will this will spur them on for the next year. We know what we can do with the plays that we were missing in that midfield, you know, those last two games. Surely to Christ, after that, everyone fresh and back for 2023. We know what this list can do. We've improved on the wings. Top four, here we come. Not a problem. Top six, top top four, we should be that good. I don't see it. Oh, I don't either. And people can say, people can say we've overreacted because we're still three wins, two losses and a draw. Fucking spare me. This is not, this is not a side that was under Bolton where we were rebuilding and fucking green shoots. This is not a side under Teague where we'd been um, uh, punch drunk in the sense of we'd have five, six, seven years in the doldrums now. We've got a leader that we think is a leader in Voss. I fucking haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen any of it yet. Now, we said before we got onto the show we weren't going to rant and rave and 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 be like we normally are, you know, be a little bit more sensible, a little bit more... Um, well, don't, say, don't say anything yet. I want to get onto it. I just Methodical, to... but... But but I don't understand um, how we've re- how we've regressed so bu- so badly. Now again, we went yesterday. We haven't been able to go much this year. We went to the Richmond game. We went to the and then we went to yesterday's game. Um, the amount of so so you talk about um, that we've got the two best. We've got two of the three best key forwards, I think, apart from Jeremy Cameron. Okay, in Harry and, and Charlie. Charlie definitely. But the amount of times Charlie was a one on two. And Harry was a one-on-two, was laughable. So where are the other guys? The amount of times our players do not kick to their advantage is absolutely comical. And we saw it yesterday. When you're live, you can actually see the space they've got. The amount of times we waited was was just unbelievable. We are lucky in that first half, and you mentioned it, that we got free kicks from from a few 50-50s that went in our favour. Well, we, we may not have scored more than 40 points yesterday. Yeah, no, we we um, on a perfect deck. Shit, we got we got the rub of the green with the umpire. Like, I was sitting there and we got the, I think Charlie got the fifty meter penalty, and um, I didn't I didn't clap, I didn't cheer, I just sat there with my arms crossed. And my oldest daughter, who was there, said to me, "Dad, why aren't you clapping?" I said, "Because it wasn't a free kick and it wasn't a fifty meter." Sorry, he took the mark. I said it wasn't a fifty meter penalty. Oh, that was I said it was not. It was not a fifty meter penalty, and and yeah. we got so many of them. Like Correct. the Silvani one wasn't a fifty meter penalty. 
no, even I... though he missed it, it wasn't a fifty meter penalty. Yeah, no. Um, I... you know, look, I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say you know if we didn't get this if we got that I just we 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 got really lucky in the first half with the umpiring and I'm convinced that that it didn't keep us in the game because the Charlie free kicks were there minus that fifty meter penalty. I tell you, mate, we should not be complaining about umpires because we've got we've had a we've had a fair run of it so far and, this year. And, and we can't use injuries anymore as an excuse. I won't use injuries anymore as an excuse. Um, no, no, Vinny, no, no, for this side no. because the side that you know everyone always says twenty two run out on the field. They're the twenty two fit ones. If your system is great, it'll stand up. Our fucking system wasn't good. Our fucking system has our system hasn't been great all year. It, in fact, it hasn't been great since. Since round thirteen last year, and I and I'll and I'll get onto that when you say pull the trigger. But our system hasn't been good on since round thirteen last year. Um, no, we'll get we'll get onto it now because so we 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 so we 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 want to ask Voss. I know your thoughts on him. I'm still and I don't want him sacked. Look, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I I can't. <clears throat> we can, you can't do anything about it now. We're at round six, so. The heat's going to come on him eventually, and I, I think it already is now. Uh, and it's not going to get any easier because even though we've only quote unquote only got West Coast up there, they're not. They're not. If we go up there thinking, well, okay, we've been shit the last two weeks, let's just go up to West Coast and do the job, mate. They'll run over us. You've got no okay, motlop. Because... You've got no motlop as well. Just quietly. Yeah, I know. You get you got a week for that tackle. I mean. I don't know what the AFL's doing with this tackling business, but anyway, doesn't matter. It's a, that's another story for another day. But anyway, <clears throat> um, Voss. So we spoke last week on not getting Ross Lyon. Um, everybody knows my thoughts on it. If they don't know my thoughts, go back and listen to what I what I said last week, or uh, go back and look at a tweet that I wrote under the two passionate blue baggers handle in response to Mark Alvey who wrote something yesterday and you'll understand my thoughts on us not getting Ross Lyon because I was a big proponent of him coming to Carlton. I wanted him there and for political reasons, he didn't come across. So if you want to know what I, what I think, just listen to last week's one. I think it's pathetic that we didn't get him, but we've got Voss now. It is what it is. Well, um, no, it's, no, it's, no, no, it's too easy to say that, Vince. Is this no, well, Lydia, what are you going to do? You can't no, sack the guy now. No, no, well, they can. No, they can. If they really wanted to, they could. They did it to, they did it to, St Kilda did it, St Kilda did it to Brett Ratton at the end of last year after after they had signed him up. At the extension. end of the year. Yeah. At the end of the year. Yeah, That's for, what I'm saying. For, yeah, for an extension of three years and they were all whinging and crying. Ask them if they're whinging and crying now. Okay, so, of course they're not. So, um... Whenever a new coach comes on, and, and you know, here we are talking about Ross Lyon. So this, you, you might be able to say the same thing to him. I mean, Mike, come, you know, round fifteen, round sixteen, and St Kilda have just, you know, dropped into a ditch. We don't know. But when we got Teague, the second half of the year, we had an uptick in performance straight away. Looked good. We signed him on. It didn't work out. We got Voss. First twelve games were we nine and three? Was that, yeah, that the nine, nine, nine and three. Nine and three after thirteen. There was the bye. Yeah. Okay, so we're nine and three. Could you read out the stats? So uh, what, since, I'll, I'll, 
since that game there, can you read out the So after the honeymoon period's over, Voss is now entrenched in the team. He's got him playing the way that he wants, we think. <clears throat> from that nine and three game, so is that the game after the Collingwood one that we Correct. lost? Correct, yeah. So, okay. from, so that, what... from that game, we're six wins, nine losses and a draw. So what I did about 10 minutes before coming on here, I went through teams or like teams around us sort of this year and end of last year. So I'm talking, and I'll, and I'll reel them off, Fremantle, Carlton, Richmond, um, uh, Gold Coast, Port Adelaide, GWS, Hawthorne, Adelaide, Essendon. Okay, so all those teams from 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 uh, the uh, when we were nine and three last year at round thirteen to now, we've won six, lost nine, drawn one. Same period of time, Fremantle's won seven games. Richmond has won seven games. Port Adelaide has won nine games. Adelaide has won eight games. Essendon has won nine games. So they're all ahead of us. We're only ahead of Gold Coast, who's won six, GWS, who has won four, and fucking Hawthorne, who has won five. Mm. So we are we are <clears throat> one and a half wins better off than Hawthorne, right? From since round, thir- from round thirteen last year. And what's our percentage? I haven't worked that out, but our percentage now is a, a paltry ninety-five or ninety-six. So that just goes to show. That yes, you can use personnel as an excuse. You can use whatever you want. To me, this is on the coaching panel, the committee, whatever you want to call it. Unfortunately, the buck stops with the head coach. That record there, and I haven't included North Melbourne in that list and/or West Coast because they obviously finished bottom of the table last. Excuse me, bottom of the table last year. Teams have finished but, the but, I'm, where but we I'm talking around where we sit. Based on this list here, we are the fourth. We're, 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 we're just above Gold Coast, GWS, and Hawthorne. And mind you... I mean, that's putrid. Uh, yeah, and mind you, we, we, we have gone out and gotten Saad, Akers, McGovern, Jack Martin... We've recruited, you know, the the first year that Steve Silvani started this rebuild. You know, we got three or four in the top twenty. Um, we've had the pick of the draft for so long, for so many years, and yet the best that we can show right now is three wins for the year. Three wins. Six six, six wins out of sixteen games. Yeah. Six out of 16. I mean, that's, that's, it's shit. Fuck. That's, that's six wins. We, we are one win better off than Hawthorne. Yeah. And people are saying Hawthorne's one of the worst sides they've ever seen yeah. this year. Well, what, what does that tell you? And I'll tell you like, what, in, in that time there, I, I believe North Melbourne's won three. I think they won one against uh, Richmond towards the end of the year, and they've won two this year. So that that spells that spells to me that means it's embedded now, and this is not a um, you know this is not a, a sample size of the last two, three, four games. This is a sample size of the last sixteen games. That realistically, we are treading a lot of water now. Yeah, we might have lost the game here by a point game here, but fucking who cares? We lost. Doesn't matter. Right? 
And to have that sort of record and be behind certain clubs that we shouldn't be, at, from where <clears throat> their development is to where ours is now and where we should be now, we've done the hard yards. Based on that, doesn't seem like we have. Doesn't Honestly, doesn't seem like we have. And this is not based off the overreaction of the last week or or the game yesterday. This is based off that little period. And we haven't been able to change the way we play. I don't know what they trained during the off-season. I just do not understand what they've trained during the off-season. Because this game style is more around saving the back six or seven as opposed to kicking goals. Remember the old Malcolm Blight mentality? You score 12, we'll score 14. You score 20, we'll score 21. Yes, it didn't always win the game, but you always knew you had a chance. What did I say to you yesterday when Dan Butler put him 22 points up halfway through the third? Yeah, it's game over. It's game over. Why? Because you knew you weren't going to break that um, that stranglehold that St Kilda had, and we just knew. And it never got, perfect, it never got in any more than conditions, that. Correct, but in perfect conditions yesterday, Vince, we kicked 60 fucking points. We are, we are. Yeah, eight for, goals. Yeah, eight goals before for us for for what we claim to have the two of the three best forwards in the game, we're the third worst attack in the league. The third yeah. worst behind North and West Coast. So rolling into that, um, questioning the coaches, not just Voss. This is a this is a whole coaching panel thing. It's 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 all it's the whole team. Because you, you're not just your head coach; you're also your assistant coaches as well. Sorry, not sorry, not North and um, not North and West Coast, North and Hawthorne. West Coast has got a better attack than us. Yeah, sorry, believe it or not. Um, yeah. So in saying all of that, there's another thing that I wanted to bring up with our with our coaches, and that is um, selection integrity. Now. If I told you that we had lost the game to Adelaide by 56 points the week before, naturally you'd say to me, well, how many players are we dropping? Can you tell me how many players we dropped from that game this week? Officially? Dropped. No, one. no, officially, yes. One. 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 We dropped one player for a 56-point loss. We dropped one player. And what was the net result? Another <laughs> loss. I just don't think our, our – I just don't – and it's not, a, it's not even about just dropping players for the fuck of it. It's not about that. No, it's okay? – no, no, it's, about, it's, it's about setting an example. You need, a, okay? you need to set standards in this team. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not great to get uh, messages from people that you know – that bury for other teams that say to you, Harry McKay looks exactly like Joe Danaher. And not in a good way. No, not no. in a good way. In a, in a, in a, I'm a selfish bastard. I'm going to do everything that I want my way. And when it doesn't work my way, we'll stuff it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put in the extra yards. You know, I'm, I'm going to drop the lip and I'm going to be a bit selfish. So, when I talk in when when I talk selection integrity, I say you drop players like that. I don't give a fuck who he is. Set a standard. I mean, we're, I don't we're... care who he is. I mean, you know, if Hewitt if Hewitt can can 
Fuck. Can gain 30 meters for a game, 30 fucking meters for a game, and he's been woeful for the last three weeks. I say you drop him. I say you just fucking drop him because you've got to set. A, you've got to. You've actually got to set a standard, and 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 it's not to single out guys like Honey or Ed Kerno or, or these or these, these types. Ed Kerno. And we, I'll, and I'll, and I'll sorry, but just really quickly, we were really and deservedly so. The majority of the fans were really, really quick to jump on Plowman's ass last week. Yeah. And rightly so. He was awful. Yep. But I'll tell you what, he could have linked hands with 90% of the team last week, right? Yep. So what made him cop the brunt of it all? And again, he deserved to be dropped. Good. Drop did him. He? You did he? he yes, he did. He wasn't as bad as a lot of a lot of. But what I'm saying is, he's the name that they wanted. That's right. So what I'm saying is, yeah, well, that pleases us. If you drop Plamman, that pleases us. But Honey deserved another game. Ed Kerno deserved another game. I mean, again, I said this last week. Hewitt, Hewitt I mean, deserved another game. Vince, I mean, we said we said this last week about Ed Kerno. Okay, Ed Kerno's role at this stage of his career is to restrict the opposition's best. Player, would you agree? Uh, that's but that's now, basically now, what now, he can now, only now, do. Yeah, now, now, before the start of the game, if I said to you, who's St Kilda's two two players that you need to 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 lock down on based off based off what you've seen this year would have been Brad Hill or Jack Sinclair. Would you have agreed? Oh yeah, I would have said Sinclair's the one yep, that he goes yep, to straight okay, away. Okay, so last year Sinclair got thirty-seven touches against us off a half-back flank. We just let him have his own football last week, which is fine. Ed Kerno went year. to last year. Ed Kerno went to him at the first bounce this year and did an okay job in the first half. Then they moved Sinclair into the middle. Ed Kerno stayed in the forward line. Mind you, had five fucking touches and did not re- result in doing anything on the scoreboard as a half forward flank. Meanwhile, Sinclair went ballistic in the middle in the third quarter, set the game up while Ed Kerno was sitting there getting cold. Minding Hunter so Clark. That, so is that an Ed Kerno problem or is that a coaching problem? It's both. Because if you don't know how to use one of your strengths, don't fucking play him. Yeah, I know, but we're, we're, me, saying that, we're saying what? that Ed stayed in, <clears throat> it stayed in his position that he was told to when we knew that here's Sinclair who's going to rip it apart, which yep. any, anybody could have seen it, and we didn't do anything. Vinny, we what, have, what have there... we said? The last few weeks, what have we said about our side? Don't be beaten by what you know. Last week against Adelaide, we got beaten the same way we got beaten last year with the same players. Do you remember? Mind you. This year, Jack Sinclair, Taurus, last year he did the same thing. They Mind don't you, fucking learn. Mind you, we, we lost to the Adelaide Crows by 56 points. And Hawthorne lost to the Adelaide Crows by three points. Yeah. And we and 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 before the before the Adelaide game, we were the third favourites for the flag. Before this game here, we were fifth favourites for the flag and favourites to win the game against St Kilda. All I'm all I'm saying. All Look, I'm we've saying... got we've got Dow, we've got Dow who had forty possessions in the VFL. Um, let me go to the V. Let me let me just Vinny, go. Vinny, to the Vinny, we're not we're not we're not, and we're not saying that Dow's the answer. We're not saying no, no, Carol's no, no, no. the it's, answer. No, no, it's, We're not saying Vince is the answer. Frank, Mason Wood, 
Mason Ward, hang on. Mason Ward on 3AW last night. We heard this when we were driving home. Remember the interview? Yeah. Remember what he said? This, And I quote, the thing with Ross Lyon is that he wants something to happen. And if you're not the guy to do it, we'll bring somebody else in. That selection integrity, that sort of selection integrity goes a long way. Where the fuck is our selection integrity? Where is so now? Where we're is not, our line no one is No one is saying, no one is saying that Dow is the man. Far we're not saying it. that at all, right? But in yesterday's game, he had 40 touches. Now, again, here we are talking about stats and possessions and things like that. Nobody gives a shit about that. But from all reports, he was one of the best on the field. Carroll had 37. Fogarty keeps ripping it up in the, in the VFL. So if these guys are doing their job, what are we waiting for? Why not reward the ones that Thank are doing you. well yeah. in the lower level and bring them up, give them a chance. I mean, God knows we've given Carol enough of a chance. Uh, sorry, Honey enough of a chance. We've given um, uh, uh, Hewitt plenty of goes this year. Ed Kerno the same. Why are these guys immune from being dro- Lob, L-O-B? Why do these guys just keep getting that go, keep getting that go, keep getting that go? They do nothing and they keep getting a chance. Whereas these other guys are knocking on the door saying, Vossi, Vossi, I'm here, mate. I'm here. Why don't you give me a month in the and, AFL? And, See and, how I go. And, 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 what you have to, and what you have to actually do in that instance, and again, we're not saying Dow, Carol, Bins, Fogarty. We're not saying they're the answer. Well, far from it. But if you're not rewarding good VFL form, what's the fucking point of having a VFL side if you're not putting pressure on the senior side? Now, once we start to get some of the troops back, you'd hope that it does, you know, you're not, if you're not playing well, you're <clears> out. We hope that that happens. But at the moment, we're going to the well with guys like Ed Kerno, Honey, O'Brien and the like. Try something different. Like Fogarty, Fogarty, you played yesterday. You had seven or eight tackles in the forward line. Motlop, you're lucky you're suspended this week because you would have been dropped. Because you need to actually play and put forward pressure on the opposition to lock the ball in. If you're not doing it, you're not. You, your position shouldn't be guaranteed. There is not one player in that side, okay, not one in our AFL side that should that should have their position locked in every single week. Not from the ruckman, not from people on the on the flanks. Nobody, okay. <clears throat> yes, you might say Cripps, Kernow, Weedering. Fine, but the rest of them, I'm sorry, but there should be nobody secured of their of their position week in week out. But if you're not rewarding guys playing well in the seconds, what is the point of of Carroll doing the job, Dow doing the job, Fogarty? I mean Boyd, Vince. What is the point? I don't I don't understand it because if you keep rewarding mediocrity, you're going to be a mediocre side, and it goes actually against what Mason Wood said about Ross Lyon as a coach. If you're not rewarding and there's no selection integrity, might as well fucking shut shop. Yeah, no, 100%. So It's 100%. And, and, the, and that's the thing is that um, no one's saying that, that, that they are the answer. But 
if they're playing well, you bring them in. But Vince, as an example... And if somebody isn't playing well and they've had successive chances, you drop them. Yeah, I mean... Every other coach seems to do the same thing except for us. Why, why, is, it, why is it that these guys think in our team that they can just get a free run at it? And you know what else we want to see if they come in? Don't bring them in one week and put them out the next week like fucking yo-yos. Tell Carol or tell Dow or tell Fogarty, you've got five weeks. This is your chance. This is it. You've got five weeks. Okay? Not so much for Carol, but for Dow and, and Fogarty. Guys, you got five weeks. The troops are coming back. Once they come back, there's no spot guaranteed. Give it, show us everything you've got. I'm sure we'll find out whether they can or can't make it. But if you're putting a player in and then you're dropping him the next week, like they did with Dow last year, how's the kid, how is, honestly, Vince, how is the kid going to get any confidence? I agree. I, you're not going to get an argument from me. It's, I've been saying it for a long time. The, the, I don't know if this has been said in the media or if this is just from something that I heard from my brother-in-law. But he spoke to David Parkin once and David Parkin was telling him about Fraser Brown. And Fraser Brown could just, he just wasn't good. Just wasn't playing well. And Parker had a chat with him and said, mate, what, what's going on? I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember the exact story, but it was basically like, what's going on? You, you, you know, I bring you in. You're not doing anything. He goes, Parker, you don't give me a fucking chance. You bring me in for a week. I'm just getting used to the game. I don't have a good one and you drop me. Leave me in. Give me like four or six weeks. Leave me in and let's see how I go. So Parker goes, all right, I'll give you, I'll give you a block of six weeks. It was either four or six weeks. He never dropped him after that. So give the guys a chance. See? Sometimes it's what they need. Sometimes it's what they need. They just need that confidence. And now, if you don't give them that, well, then they're going to go, well, then what's the point? Now we're I'm going to come in. I'm going to get dropped next week. Yeah, because I mean, to ask any Cullen supporter, what do you reckon about Dow? What do they tell you? His papers are stamped. Really? Yeah. Why did Why do we get rid of Setterfield and not Dow? While Setterfield was out of contract, Dow wasn't. Is that really the way we want to talk about our players? Not that Dow was better than Setterfield. It was no, no. We only got rid of Setterfield because his contract was up, but Dow's wasn't. So we have to keep him. Look, the how how bad is that? How about we give the kid a chance? We've done it for Lockie O'Brien. I don't know if that's going to work or not. I dare say it won't, but we're at least giving the kid a go. We've done it and for we'll see the end of the year, he either stays or goes. I mean, and youth is and it's a funny thing when, when the young kids come in and play. King Cotter's not young, but he's 26. He fucking looked at home yesterday. He was one of the only ones that ran through the middle. He's one of the only ones that ran through the middle. And he was one of the only ones that did you hear the you know when they went through went through the pregame stuff, which was fucking putrid by the way, by the Carlton Footy Club. Absolutely putrid that pregame stuff. Yeah. It's... Um so do do you remember when they went through all the players' names and they had them on the scoreboard? Charlie got the biggest cheer. I reckon Jim yeah. Cotter got the second biggest cheer. Yeah. Well, like we want to see who's who's able to perform next. No, I'm telling you now, if you <sighs> If you're a Cullen supporter actively wanting players to play shit, and I'm not talking about dropping players because they're not playing well. <coughs> I'm saying if you want players to actively play shit, and that'd be like me and you saying this week, 
fucking Harry's just, I hope he has a shit one this week so we can drop him. No. I want every single player that puts on that Carlton jumper to be a fucking star because that means we win games of footy. I don't want any of them to play bad. But if they're not doing their role, they need to be punished. And the only way that you can punish them, I mean, imagine Harry this week goes down and he's playing at the local instead of going up to Perth and playing. What's that going to say to the guys in the team? Fuck, they dropped Harry. Shit. How bad's that? But Because if we're not careful, it could happen to us. Yeah, but do you reckon Voss and the committee have got <clears> that No, I don't. I don't think they've got the balls to do it. You know why they don't have the balls to do it? You know why they don't have the balls to do Probably it? Because we're a nice club. Because you can't even talk bad about football players on Twitter without them losing fucking sleep. Yeah, well, I heard that too. Okay? So if, you, if, you, if they read things on Twitter and they can't sleep at night because they hear things like that, well, then how's dropping them going to go? Laughable. Laughable. Oh, fuck me drunk. Laughable. And I, and I, and I know that that's um, uh, not every player's like that, but, I mean, fucking grow up. The amount of pe- things people say about me, and I just, about everyone, really, and you just brush it off and go again. I mean, I don't know, but, but I think bottom line out of all this, Vinny, is, and we don't like to say it, but is he the right man? Is Vossi... Can he do it? I mean, he failed at Brisbane. Let, let, let's, let's, let's be honest. He failed yeah, but he at Brisbane. Did, but he was, he was a new coach there. He didn't have, he didn't have the, the, the training that he needed. They just threw him in there. So he, he, to be fair, he just got thrown into the coaching role. And it was a learn-as-you-go type of thing. So, okay, it didn't work there. So what do you do here? And the reason I say what do you do here... Is because you got, and we keep referring to Cripps. He's twenty eight. He's probably got another two years left, realistically. At his peak. With the with the bash and crash he's playing, he's got two years left. I don't think he's going to see a final. I just honestly don't think he's going to see a final because the 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 method we're playing at the moment, and we've we've gone over the last um, last year and a half, or the last year half last year and the first six games of this year. Proof's in the pudding. We're miles behind it. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, fucking, I, I, I don't... we're fucking behind Essendon. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I left the ground numb yesterday. I wasn't, I wasn't even upset. I'm just, I'm so used to it now that it just, it becomes predictable. It just seems like it's the Carlton way, and I, don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the um. I didn't get the sense that, that fans were as upset as what they were against when we lost against Adelaide the week before because they just know what to expect. You could have predicted what was going to happen yesterday. That's the sad thing about it is that it's, it was just so predictable. Um, I think I'm going to go to the Twitter questions here. Twitter questions, comments. Because... Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I put it out this morning. If anyone wanted any questions or comments, leave them on here. So I've got my iPad and my iPhone going because I've written it on both of the bloody Twitter handles that I've got. So I'll start off with the one from the Two Passionate Blue Baggers one. Uh, I'll go from top to bottom. Some of these are questions. Some of them are just comments. So we'll just go through them. Anyway, Watto says, and we've got a lot of dumb footballers. 
Big Harry's brain fades, just does my head in. Yes. We sort of said that yesterday at the game. We've got how dumb can you be as a footballer? Um, it's, 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 and again, I don't know whether it's a player thing or it's a coaching thing, but I don't know, man. We just got so many footballers that they don't look like footballers. They just look like fucking deers in headlights. And when the heat's on, they crumble. Um, uh, Joe Santo, I think we just spoke about this, but anyway, is Michael Voss the right man for the job? I don't know. We're, we're going to, I think, uh, the next, I think the next six to eight weeks is going to tell a fucking ton because so far I haven't seen it from him. Um, and unless something major happens in the next six to eight weeks, you know, we've got, and- We've got, you know, I think we've got Melbourne coming up. Fucking like Melbourne, Brisbane, we've got Sydney, Collingwood, Bulldogs. I, I, I just, I can't see us. I mean, maybe we got, maybe we beat West Coast this week. I can't see us beating any other and, team after that. And, but Vin, and Vinny, we don't want him to get the art. It's, we don't no, want I, anyone mate, to get I the saw, You I'm know, you know, you, you said nobody. to me, you said to me yesterday when we were sitting there. It was just before the game started, and they were having their kick, and Vossi was in the middle, and you said to me, Vinny. Vossi. And I was fucking so wrapped to see him. I love the fucking guy. And I want him to succeed. Fuck me. I want this guy. I want this guy to stand up one hand on the Premiership Cup next to whoever our captain may be. It's Cripper or whoever. I want it. But I'm just not seeing it. I'm just not seeing it. Now, we don't know what happens behind closed doors with him. But I'm telling you now, the fucking Voss footballer wouldn't have let what happened yesterday. Um, happen. Not in his prime. Fucking no way. No way. Trust me, we're all voting. We're, we're voting. We're all rooting for Vossi to fucking kill it. Believe me. Like I said about the players that play for the Carlton Football Club, there's not one player that we want to fail. It just ain't going to happen. We don't want that. And we don't want our coach the same. Um, Johnny Ashler... Uh, he's uh, written two things here. How is it our small forwards are applying no pressure and the ball is just coming out of our 50 so quickly and easily? There is no pressure over the whole fucking ground, so not bloody surprised, actually. Last one, should I still come over from Tassie and bring my kids to their first game against the Lions? Could be an absolute flogging for their first game. Uh, bring them. My kids... Yeah, my them. Kid, my, I brought my youngest son yesterday and... Even though we lost, he had a ball. He loved it. Christian. He loved it. The lights were flashing, and you know when we were when we were going okay, he was. I think he was yeah, loving it. I think his favorite part was the smoked ham. <laughs> <laughs> when the smoked ham um, was on the screen, remember how excited he got with Maddie? Yeah, yeah. Now they they'll they'll love it. It's it's more the atmosphere there is really good, and look. We might beat Brisbane. Oh, we we just we, th- this is the thing we don't know with Carlton. They, we we saw the best of them last year, and you know their best was just electrifying. But I don't know. They just can't that, recapture that, that, it. The small forwards or the small forwards are a worry. We we miss Owie's tackling pressure when he's not there. We don't seem to be. It's funny. The best game we played this year was against Geelong. We had all three of them in the side. Owie's kicked two or three before quarter time from memory. Um, we're going to miss obviously Motlop now, so only Durden's there. Hopefully, Fogarty is going to have to come in and might have to come in. 
probably Honey's going to keep his spot. I think it's got a lot to do with how we bring the ball inside 50. Because if we generally we bomb the ball inside 50, Charlie's two on one, Harry's two on one. The minute it hits the, the floor, we're outnumbered. So if you go in quick, it's 50 50. But if you don't go in quick, you can't lock the ball in because they can just handball it out. That's the biggest problem. Our, our forward 50 entries, our connection from midfield to forward, it's, it's just yeah, non-existent. Team, the teams just walk it out. It's non-existent. non-existent. Unless, one of the, unless one of the big guys clunks. Like, how many times did I say to you yesterday, in the first half, I think five or six of their goals were just from um, opportune kicks. Just, you know, it had hit the ground. One of them would pick it up, snap, and they'd goal. Correct, 100%. You know, we're, we weren't doing that. We did it once with... Um, uh, Jack Silvani, I think it was the first well, goal that he kicked well, for the game. Well, Vince, to be well, Vinny, to be fair, to be fair, last week we played Kennedy off half back flank. Fucking did the same thing again, half back flank. Of course, Butler was going to have a field day and kick those snaps. Like suicidal football. Yep. Uh, Peter Shadwick, he says uh, coaching question mark on field leadership question mark, or list. Only so many times we can blame it on coaching. So it's pretty much... Um, I don't disagree with that. A lot of, a lot of it, what we said before, um, you know, is it, is it Voss's fault that we kept kicking along the, the half-back line? Um, probably a little bit. But, you know, we were moving it. We were moving it a certain way in the first half. What happened in the second half? Did St Kilda tighten up? Did we just go into our shells? I don't know, but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's I think it's everything. We know our leadership on field isn't great, but that's where it needs Weedering, Cripps, Walsh, Hewitt. Um, so the older blokes. We, we need them all to fucking them. stand up and and just say something, but. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to happen. So I'm not blaming the coach 100%. Fuck, the players have to take a lot of responsibility for this as well. But you can't get rid of fucking 22 players off your list. You just can't do it. So unfortunately, Uh, there's got to be a scapegoat if they go down that path. Yep. Uh, Johnny Ashler's asked, he's really upset actually, Johnny. He asked, uh, why the fuck are we playing this shit slow brand of footy? Game plan is terrible. How is it that all fans and commentators know this, but the coaches don't? Beggar's belief, which is pretty much what we said before. Spot on. We don't know we're, the game plan. And we're, we're really, we're really slow. What it is. Yeah, oh, if, any, if anyone, if anyone wants to write in that listens fuck, to this. Know. Please tell me our method going into the Ford 50, because I'd love to know it. Because if, if you can see something that we don't, I'd love to um, I'd love to be made aware of it because I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, Anthony Valela says, not a question, but we but would be disappointed if the answer is Carlton Carlton appointed a director of coaching or Carlton appointed ex to mentor Voss. I get it. No, I think he's I think he's saying um maybe that's what Voss needs. 
but, mentor, but, somebody but, that's there to, you know, okay, give okay. me hands. I don't know. Okay, we haven't brought this up yet. We haven't brought this up yet, but it's a good point. Um, do you think? Do you think Brad Lloyd's escaped a lot of criticism with this as well, being being the head of football? Do you think he's escaped a lot of criticism for this? Like, isn't that his job to mentor the coach? Isn't that his job to find a Mark Williams type or a fucking Alan Richardson type? Like, uh, Melbourne saw certain flaws in Simon Goodwin, so they went and appointed, you know, Mark Williams to help out. What the fuck have play. we done? What have we done? Like, I, 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 I ask you, any of our assistant coaches, would anybody, anybody be lining up to get an Aaron Hamill, Tim Clark, or Ash Hansen? Potentially Hanson, but is there any of those other two? You know, we we say every year that if you didn't make it the year before, and even if you do and you win a flag, you always change things around. You always want to be better than what you were the year before. So, you know, you do it with the, the playing list. We missed finals last year, obviously by point whatever percentage it was, but we still missed. Point six. Did we change anything in the coaching realm? Nothing. 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 Uh, they just none of them inspire me. They don't have to inspire me, but I don't have to inspire the players. I don't. I just don't. It doesn't look I like. I don't it. hear they, it. They I just at, don't fucking hear it. They they look a little um. And I think Brad Lloyd, Brad Lloyd, again, it's not to single anyone out, but I am. But Brad Lloyd should be held more responsible. Than what he currently is, well, he's he probably is the, lucky. Probably he's, lucky that he kept the, his job. In the that's first what I was going to say. He's the only one that survived the review, the only one that survived the review. Well, I can say, I'll tell you this apart, much. Apart from, apart from, um, apart from Jack Russell, who mind you, who mind you, Vince, we had a ten-day break against this side, and we didn't look like we could have blown out a candle last night in that last quarter. So but that's what, that's that has been. That has been our issue, not just this year, but for quite a few years now. We looked gassed in the last quarter. Now, was it because of the way that we were playing? We were, you know, over-possessing the ball? No, I don't think it was. Not when you get 30 metres fucking gained. You're not running anywhere. Strength and conditioning for our team. I mean, we 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 saw the um, we saw that stat. I can't remember if we mentioned it last week or not. We we saw that stat with the Adelaide Crows having one player on their injury list. So they that so they a swamp on Twitter put out a list of um, every team. This was I think it was just before the Adelaide game or just after the Adelaide game put out a list of the, the experience missing from each list on the injury list. Experience being, you know, if Patrick Cripps is missing, he's one player, but he's played 130 games. So there's 130 games lost. And, you know, um, Ed Kerno's played 202 games, so there's 332 games that are lost. Uh, Brisbane had one game lost, one, inexperienced one. But that's happened for fucking three years with them. And, and and Adelaide had zero, you know, and we had over 800 games lost. Now, we weren't at the top of the list, um, but we, we but it's enough. It's enough, and it's, and it's becoming a concern again because now two other players 
have um, copped injuries. Uh, Cunningham is injured again. We don't know when Jack Martin's coming back. And, and for everyone, uh, and for everyone saying, "Fuck!" All they do is talk injuries. We're not saying anything about the game yesterday. We're just talking in general, okay? Because I cop it a lot from certain people about all you do is bring up injuries. We're not bringing up injuries while we lost yesterday. We're not good enough, okay? Yeah, go. Um, and you know, Lappin Lappin mentioned it today on Twitter that um, you know, a, a key guy that that would that would help in the team is Martin Jack Martin, but he just doesn't get a run at it because he comes in for two games, three games, four games, gets injured. You know what I mean? He just doesn't have that consistency of game to to show what he can do, and it's just. It's fucking frustrating. And if anything happens at the end of this year, that is one change, Vince, we have to make. We must change. Oh, look, if we No, we must change the strength and conditioning team. No, no, that, that's a given. That, no, has that, to, that's, that has to change. That's happening no matter what. But I can tell you now, if we don't make finals, we might be going through another coach. Um, because that, that ain't going to be good enough to not make finals this year. Not after what they've sold us. Because uh, I'll tell you what, as supporters, we've given what we've given, okay? We sell out every fucking game that we go to. So we're, we're, we're playing our part. Uh, Anthony asks or says, once again, not good enough. Have we overrated our list? We've got some good top-tier players, but, we do it, but do we have a good team? I'm seriously questioning the playing group at this moment. I don't, I don't think we've overrated it. Um, I just don't think they're playing well. Like, you know, I expected so much more from Fisher, and we just don't see it. It's plays like that that, that by now in their development should be playing quality football. And although he was far from the worst yesterday, I just expect more. You know, I expect more from Jack Silvani. And I know he had five scores or five shots or whatever he had yesterday. I just don't think he's good enough. But I think it's a flow-on effect, Vince. Because, if, if again, I'll get back to the selection integrity. If, if, if they're not willing to give guys, and we didn't mention Kemp, but these sort of guys that we spoke about earlier, a lick of the ice cream, which they're not able to get, okay, why should Fisher fucking play well? Because he knows but, every week he's going he's gonna to get a game. So this is, like, this is, this is what upsets me do, about... Do you, not, do you not agree? No, I, I agree. This is what I'm talking about with the selection integrity. You remember Jack Silvani got dropped last year? <laughs> Yeah, I remember. How many, how many, um, how many minutes of game time did he play in the VFL when he got dropped? Uh, didn't didn't play anything. He, he was no. fucking. What happened? He was he was man, he was back in on the bench and he played okay. against Adelaide. So who got dropped? Was it Honey that got dropped? Honey, Honey. Uh, wait, wait, how many game? How much? How much game time did he play in the VFL when he got I'm, dropped? I'm 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 fucking big on that, Vince, and I'm big on that when when you see a player like. Uh, Jack Billings, okay, who was the pick before 
Marcus Bontempelli play for Sandringham yesterday because they can't get him into this side. Now, on talent alone, he's probably the top three most he, talented players in St Kilda. But we, he can't played, get a fucking game. We played nigh on the Sandringham team yesterday and you can't fit him in there. Yet he would slot into our top 22 right now. There you go. And you know why he doesn't play for St Kilda? Because Ross Lyon doesn't give two fucks who you are. If you're not performing, like Mason Wood said, and you're not playing your role, we'll fucking find somebody else to put in that role. Because they're a system-based team. But for us, we're unless talent you're a big name, we're, we're talent-based. Talent That's all we are. Okay. If our talent doesn't step up, we do not win games of football. And talent can only get you so far when it's four quarters, 120-odd minutes of grueling football. You cannot expect Patrick Cripps to stand up all game and do everything on his own. Uh, Adrian Sal, is this the result of a failed rebuild? Um, I'm not... I'm, I, I don't know yet. I don't know Difficult if it's failed say. yet. I'm, I'm just... I, I've had my concerns for a while. Let's just say that I've had my concerns for a while. I still think the list is good. And the list can go really far. I just don't think that what we've put around that list is... Mate, I, I said it last week. These bastards, mate, they need some tough love. They do. And yeah, if they, they don't do. like it, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Remember, remember, remember we did that to Favola? We didn't like what he did, so we, we actually sacked him. Like, think about that, doing that now. He was one of the last grateful forwards of the game. We sacked him. Yeah. Because we didn't like what he was doing off field. Not on, maybe a little bit on field, but basically what he was doing off field. We sacked him. Our full forward who kicked 98 or 99 goals in a year. Sack. Imagine doing that to fucking Charlie Kerno. I don't think they'd fucking tell Charlie Kerno to comb his hair the, in the opposite direction. They'd be too scared to. So you might not sleep. Well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. And he's not the one we're talking about. We don't know who the fuck it is. But... I don't tail, really care who ta- it was. The, ta- the tail it, wags the, the point dog. Is, the point is, is that if you've got one player that's like that and, and you're stepping on fucking eggshells around these guys, well, then something's drastically wrong. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, 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 you know, who's fucking in charge, the coach or the players? Fair income. Uh, Tim W, I'll answer this one. Are we really in contention to make finals? Um, no. No, we're we not. Well, we are. We're no, we're, one of, not the we're, way that we're fucking playing, we're not. No, we're, we're one of probably... We're, we're, we're anywhere from third, fourth to twelfth, really. So, yeah, we no, are in contention. Uh, yeah, well, at the, at but, the moment, but, we're about... We're, we're, at the moment, based on percentage alone... I think we're 11th or 12th. That's yeah, probably it, where we fucking are. But unless we shape up, no, we're not playing finals this no, year. No, exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying. And, based and, on this, based on what we've shown this year, 
obviously minus the Geelong game, based on the five of the six games that we've shown this year, I don't want to make fucking finals. I can tell you now because we don't deserve to make it. It'd almost be like the doggies making it last year where they just fell in and it was like, well, they really didn't deserve to make it and they didn't go any further. And it was like, well, you're just making up the numbers and I don't want to do that. If you're going to make it, make it with, with fucking class and style and actually do something when you get in there. Don't just make it just to say, well, we made finals. That's good enough. Fucking Carlton used to be about winning premierships, not just not just getting there. Uh, Carlton FC 2022 says, with respect to our forward options, have we gone chips in with Kemp down back? Seems an obvious, obvious replacement for Silvani. Needs a spell. Under Teague, Matt Kennedy was a half forward with some success. Can he be another option? Well, this is what I'm saying, Vince. We don't know what Kemp is. Do you know why we don't know what Kemp is? Who the fuck's seen him? Who the fuck's seen him? Who has seen him play? How long? How many games did we see him last year? I don't know, but who has seen the kid play? This is the biggest problem. Who has actually seen Kemp play? But nobody knows. So, so are you better off? Are you better off giving him a go, or not letting not playing him? You're better off just seeing what he can or can't do. Well, like, it can't hurt. It can't hurt because. We're not actually winning games of football. So why not drop somebody who needs to be dropped and bring this kid in, make a bit of a statement and say, you're not, you're not doing well. Go back to the VFL. Harry, go back. Jack, go back. Take a spell for a week or two and find your passion again because you, you're obviously not doing anything here. You just a walk-up start for the top 22. You just think you can fucking walk in and do what you want? No, you can't. Not in my team. But maybe that had been me as coach. Maybe I'm a little bit different. Um, and then Adrian below that says something similar, but with a different player. Mitch McGovern is the third tall lead-up player. Sauce to the VFL. Well, I wouldn't be moving Mitch from the back line, but... Hey, at this stage, we try anything. But yeah, well, he, that's he, what I mean. Him, you, you can give it a Chincotta, go. Him and Chincotta yesterday were the only two in that back line. They actually look like um, trying to penetrate the ball through the guts. Hasn't Weedering not been fucking much this year? Fuck. No, he's, it's, you know, Scott, I said last year when he done his shoulder against um, against the Pies that he wouldn't be the same player. I don't think he's been the same player since. No, he, not since he's come back. Hasn't been the same player since. Uh, Ian. Mr. Herman's head asks, can we now swing the axe? Drop Ed, Fisher, Honey, Jack. Surely we've had enough of a sample size to know what's not working. I'm not arguing for one second. Neither am I. Like I said, my my one out of left field would be um, Harry. They're not going to do that. We know that. Yeah, I know. But, geez, wouldn't it be nice just to see something a little bit different? Uh, all right, now I'll go to my own personal it'd, one. It'd, it'd be nice, Vinny. You know what would be nice, Vinny? Put every player on notice from the club. That's what would be nice. We don't necessarily want to drop a player just for the fuck of it. But wouldn't it be nice to put no, every player on notice? But we're not. that's what we're not saying. We're not saying to – like, you're not going to just say to Walsh, have a spell in the twos. He's been top two or three for the, for the first two weeks since he's been back, which is a fucking indictment on our list considering he's just come back from a back injury 
and it looks like he hasn't missed a fucking a, a tick of footy. I think that says more about him than anyone else. If we had 22 fucking Sam Walsh's in our team, watch out. The kid's a freak. Uh, all right, so, yeah, so now I've gone on to my own personal one. Uh, Kaz says, no words this week. Have a good one. Thanks, Kaz. You too. Thanks for listening. Uh, Baz has got the uh, fun with the two eyes. Have a Let's listen, Baz. It. Have a listen, brother. Yeah. Oh, fuck, oh, mate. Please. It's just, you know, I reckon he's hurting just as much as all of us. But the thing, the thing. And, and, you know, and Baz has, and Baz has seen. I was going to say that. Uh, he's seen, you know, he was there the tail end of the 60s, but really saw us in the 70s and the 80s and saw, and even the 90s, but really saw those great fucking teams. And you can imagine these guys seeing us complain about footy going, mate, I've seen Carlton at their best. Yeah, but it'd be like our, know. It'd be like our dad, Vince. I mean, yeah, I know. Dad's, he... seen, dad's seen the fucking halcyon days of Jezelenko and, and Duel and these guys. He, he I mean... Yep. You can't compare it to what we got now, but I mean, you know, and that's and that's why I think guys like and not to single Webby out, but guys like Webby, um, we hurt, but guys like Webby hurt more because yeah, they've, what, they've never experienced anything. Saying? And that's no offense to him, but that's the age that he's in. I know a few of the other uh, podcasts are out there that do that, and um, I know Terry's Blue Broad Show. Has got that. Those boys haven't seen. Well, you and me have been lucky to see a grand final and see a winning one. Ninety-five. They haven't seen any of that, so they, they fucking, they hurt because they don't know what. Well, they know what they're missing out on, but they haven't seen anything, and that's the hardest part. We want we, to see it again. We, we got we, now. That, and so we the, want to see it, and that's for the our pro- kids. supporter base. We live in the past. Hundred percent. You know, we we a mate of mine and yours, but more yours. Um, a great Collingwood man, Peter Schnellman, said to us that, you know, and it was a joke. He's just, it's a Carlton Collingwood rivalry, but he goes, I watch my grand final on DVD. You watch yours on VHS. And I know he was mucking around, but it's true. Fuck up, Pete. Name the game's on. You can get name a game on DVD now, so I don't. You know, <laughs> I what, don't he's, you know, know what he's trying to say. I know. I get it. And, and get it's it. it's the exact truth. You know what I mean? We we need to go that far back to see grand final. He's got to go back to 2010. You know what I mean? It's 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 ridiculous. Could be 2023 we've been for them. We've been, we've been the laughing stock of the competition for 20-odd years, and the problem is, is that Everything that opposition supporters say that they know Carlton are going to do, we do it for them. We yeah. actually serve it to them on a platter and say, yeah, that's, that's Carlton. You know what we're like. And we just keep doing it every week. So they know Carlton won't be up the top for long. Just trust me, they'll fall down. And guess what? We do it. Um, the brilliant Jackie Hunt says, does our club understand the meaning of selection integrity? Because I, for one, am sick of players going through the motions, doing just enough and seemingly feeling complacent they've done enough and won't be dropped. Some need an absolute rocket up their ass. Jay, you could not have said it any better. And Can't disagree with that. And you, you know, we, we said it before and we'll say it again. The players that deserve to be dropped 
just drop them. For Christ's sake, there are guys that are coming up from the VFL. Bring them in. Give them a go. They've earned their spot. Let them have a chance. You fucking, you, you complain about Dow on his last contract. That's why we didn't, we didn't sack him. Well, that's the word, is that he's got a year on his contract. We're not sacking him. Well, let him play some of, let him earn some of that money in the AFL. And you know what, Vinny? If, and if Dow comes in for four weeks, five weeks, and he sticks it up, we're the, we'll be the first to say it. That's we're, right. We're, 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 we will be mate, we were Lob's biggest fans, but if he's not doing well, which he isn't, then just drop him. I mean, we'll be the first to say it. We're not, we're not saying they're going to be the Messiah, but aren't you better off giving someone like that a, a crack than Ed, who's, who's it, it, it's his last year. But, we keep, but this is the problem. We keep, we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Try and if it something. isn't working, why do you continue doing it? Yeah. You know, if, if running my head into a brick wall makes me bleed and it's not healthy for me, would I keep doing it? No. You stop. Uh, the brilliant Christian Chapcoon says he's got two points here. T- I'll do the first one. TDK straight in or? No. Okay. And second point, a lot of talk what, what around. Was, what was with that? What was what was with TDK? Like, was he dropped? Or oh, no, I, I heard that he, he had. I heard that he had. Uh, was it gastro or had something had gone through the club and he got sick and? So, but you didn't answer the question. Was he dropped or managed? I don't know. So again, does this come back? Does this come back to our coaching committee not having any balls? Because you hear the story that he was dropped. You hear the story that he was managed. Then you hear the story that he was. Well, if he's he managed. Was sick, so if he was sick or managed, why the fuck was he in emergency? I don't know. So what was it? If you're an emergency and you're sick, you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be in emergency. Again, that comes because back then to, you'd then you'd have to be to in the, the team. Mixed, comes back to the mixed messaging from the match committee. They don't have to tell us what they're doing, but if you've got someone managed, to me that means that they need a spell. So why is he in emergency? And then the second point Christian makes is, uh, and second point, a lot of talk around that Voss doesn't deserve, doesn't have it. But let's focus on our kicking example. Our three forwards, fifteen shots at goal for six goals, eight behinds, and one that doesn't make the distance. That isn't on our coaches. That's fair enough. Not kicking, for, kicking, kicking for goals not on our coaches. Kicking around the ground is definitely on our coaches. And, and getting and get and getting it into the forwards is also on them yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Fuck a few questions, Vinny. Really. Yeah, I know. Well, there was. I think it's just a lot of people that are just you know. Anthony Valela says cannot wait. So yep, thank you, Anthony. Thanks for listening. And Levi Horse says, "How does Lloyd survive?" Well, oh, Levi Horse. Pardon. I've got a theory about who Levi Horse is. Hang on. I, I actually thought Levi Horse was um. Silvani. Remember, okay, we had that theory. All right. Well, let's. Uh, if it is DM us, um, Levi, let us know who you are. We've mentioned Lloyd. We 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 think he's extremely lucky to keep his gig. Um, he was the only one that survived the review. And I don't know how he did. If boss needs help, for fuck's sake, Brad, put somebody around him that can help him as a mentor because he needs it. 
Um, so we've got, we'll call them the West Coast Eagles this week, but I don't know how many of the actual West Coast Eagles senior players are going to be playing. Sure, I'll get a few back this week. Yeah. Hey, well, I'll tell you what, if we lose this week, holy shit. If we lose this week, I'm not doing a fucking podcast next week, Vinny, because it'll be too brutal for us to do if we lose this week. No, nah, we'll still do it. I don't care. We do it week in, week out. Plus, if you don't do it this week, Webby won't forgive you because he's missed out. This is the first time he's missed out for ages. And at, least not, we show um... up. at least we show up week in, week out. Yeah, well, we could have cut it short at around the half point mark, but we didn't. We hung around, so um, I'm not going to go through who we think should be in or out because we've spoken about that for the whole of this fucking podcast. So we're going to leave it on the the coaches to actually have some fucking integrity and 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 do what we think is the right thing, and give the guys that deserve a, a spot an actual spot on the team. So if Dow deserves his spot, which He's been playing well in the VFL. He cannot do much more than that. Give the kid a chance. Let us see this kid. Give, give, tell him, you've got up until the, the bye. Go. I'm not dropping you. Go. We know how that goes, Vinny. I know that. I know that. Either he'll get dropped or he'll get fucking injured. No, but we know he's not going to get a gig, so. I know um... that. I'm, 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 all I'm waiting for is Thursday night when the teams come out and... Um, You'll see Honey omitted and Motlop out because he got suspended. And, you know, Sard will come back in because he has to come back in. And they'll rush Boyd back in because he's had I'd, one I'd week play, in the no, I'd, I'd be playing Boyd this week, 100%. So you would free, I. You free up Kennedy to play back into the midfield. So, so would I. But um, there are people that are playing in the midfield now that you would say have a spell. 100%. And Dow would be coming in. Yeah. Give the kid a fucking chance, please. Yeah, he's not the answer to all our woes, but just give him a go. So I'm always the optimist. They'll work a way around it, and we will beat West Coast this week. Yeah, I think we'll win. And we'll we'll have a you know a, a nice win on the road, and it'll keep people quiet for another week. And let's just hope that that win. Uh, uh, gives them the confidence going forward to say, okay, we're back on the winner's list. Let's keep going from here. Because I thought that would have happened with the Adelaide game. Losing that would have shocked them into, shit, we need, to, we need to perform better. But it seems like it went the opposite way. So, <sighs> Good job tonight, Vinny, without, um, without the webinator. He was upset he couldn't be on, but... Um... Yeah, hopefully, okay. it, uh, we, hopefully we, it went well. Probably, probably wasn't as fiery without Webby, but we purposely didn't want to do it fiery tonight because um, what's the point of losing your call? Like, no, I'm I'm surprisingly calm after the loss. I'm I'm still upset, but I'm just it's it's almost like reality sunk in that you know what if this list rebuild doesn't go the way that I think it's going to go. Um, I'm I'm used to it now, you know. I'm just I'm so used to it. It's not funny. So, nothing nothing surprises me with this team. I mean, we we could come out and beat West Coast by ten goals this week. We could also come out and lose to West Coast by five goals. And yeah, I yeah, but I don't want I wouldn't be shocked. To, I don't. You don't want you don't want the kids to have to be following a team that 
you know, doesn't do anything. The kids love it. Our kids love going to the footy, and I'm sure yeah, all they do. Of and I, kids I, I, love it. I said to my kids when I got home last night, I said, kids, you know what? If you want to break for another team, I wouldn't give a shit because nah, my you kids can't are never wait. Going to break for I said, because you can't, time. you can't, you know, I keep taking you and, you know, you're watching the footy and, you know, my wife said to me yesterday that my son Nick was watching the game in my bedroom. He had it on KO and he's watching the game. And after half time, he went in there and my wife said to him, aren't you watching the footy anymore, Nick? And he goes, no, nah, we're getting pumped. I don't want to watch it anymore, mum. Hmm. And I'm like, you know, follow fucking Geelong. Follow a team that wins. We're on top of what Geelong, by the way. You... Pardon? We're on top of Geelong, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see how long that lasts for. Um, but, you know, my, my kid, they, they won't change. But I'm just saying, you know, it's I, not, I forced it upon them to be Cullen supporters because I go to the footy and I watch it. My wife says to them, but she... She wouldn't even know who the players are in the team. She doesn't even know who the coach is. She wouldn't even know when they play and who they play. So for her, footy is sort of a a side thing. So it's not, it's nothing to her. But for me, it's a podcast every week. You know, getting anxiety before the game starts. You know, cracking the shits when we lose, and you know, it makes or breaks my week. Correct. So, you know, it's just it's something different. But anyway, let's hope we fucking win this week. I'm not going to the game, obviously, because it's in Perth. So, hopefully, a lot of the uh, blue baggers that are in Perth can go and cheer us on. And fucking, let's hope it's the start of the turnaround for our season and we can go from there. Because I don't want to. Yeah, let's just hope there's a better method. Thanks for listening, everyone. Vinny, good job. Um, Thanks, Franco. Guys, there's a few that you know they they listen every week and give us a like, give us a review. It's always good to. See a positive review out there. We've had a few lately, but a couple more wouldn't go astray. And um, keep listening. Hopefully, it turns around quick. And uh, next week, Big Webby will be back, and um, we'll be up and running again. And we're on everything as well. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on whatever this one's on now. I don't know which one it is. It goes to bloody everything. So it might not appear straight away, but they're on there. So listen. Have fun, enjoy, tell your friends, and thanks for listening to the uh, Two Passionate Blue Baggers podcast. Thanks, Franco. Catch ya. I'll uh, talk to you during the week, and go Blues, and bye for now. Catch ya.